Good morning. It's Friday, September 29th, the last day of trading in September, um, which will come into play into my talk. I'm 25 minutes in on YouTube. It took me 25 minutes to set this up. I am using Chrome on TrendSpider. Um, yeah. Uh, what I want to tell you about TrendSpider, though, there's a link down below. Uh, tomorrow, absolute last day of this. I'm going to go through the, the the all of the charts. I'll go through how to use Trendspider. You can look you if you listen to me, you'll understand the how to use Trendspider, how to use my algorithm, how to use the scanners, how to use all of that. It again, I'm 25 minutes in. If you want to listen to the first 25 minutes of the the podcast, you will hear me go through all of the scanners um, that I do. And, and I give you all of these. We, we, we scan the, the Daily Stock Pick Core Portfolio, the levered ETFs, all the oil names uh, that I have traded. And you get all of those watch lists and you can scan them with, the, with my personal scanner, So which uh, ties into the algorithm. It's all a system. It is $250 for the year. I urge you, if you're ever thinking about signing up, this is by far the best offer you're going to get. I don't think you're going to get a $125 offer. I don't think you're going to get a $220 offer for one year. I don't think you're going to get a $230 offer. This is absolutely it, $249. The deal is over uh, at the end of the uh, the end of tomorrow. Now, if you want, there is a a uh, some a summer offer. I think it's a fall offer, 70% off. It's not as good. It's not up to 70%. You get 70% off the Elite Plus. You don't get 70% off the Elite. I think it comes out to $300. So if you want this deal, do not wait on it. $249. I, I, I can't, there's no turning back after tomorrow. So uh, I urge you to sign up for that one. Um, that's the first thing that I want to bring up. The second thing I really want to go over is SPY. Uh, we've talked about SPY kind of capitulating down here, how it was so far under the nine day. Well, it's kind of on the nine day right now. And those of you that have the algorithm in TrendSpider, you'll know MACD plays a big portion of that. It is not crossing up on the, the, the strike line yet. It is very, very close. Maybe this morning it might cross up. That might be a... Um, an absolute cross up there. It might be an opportunity for us to get into SPY. Now, the other thing I want to look at SPY is the seasonality. It is the last day of September, which is the worst month for the last 31 years. Now, October, one of the best months. It's the top three months, October, November, December. Where do we think we're going in SPY? You're about to have a MACD cross-up. You're about to get confirmation above that nine-day. In the pre-market, you are way up. This is an oversold market. This may be just a little bit of a bounce, but it's an oversold market. I don't want you to take uh, take uh, get out of this one and say, oh my God, you know things are going down. All of the news is bad. I'm going to get out. Uh, I haven't sold my target. The reason I haven't sold my target is it's kind of capitulating around the, uh, the the 109 level. And I do think that we'll get a bounce. Um, QQQ, same thing. Look at that MACD. That MACD is about to cross up. Oh, I don't want that. Um, I'm moving the MACD around. I shouldn't do that. I wanted to extend this so I can show you. Yeah. See, it's about to cross up. So what are you doing? 
again, we look at the seasonality of, of QQQ for the last 25 years. Look at how low September is. It's not the worst month. February is your worst month, worst month for 25 years by 2%. But you've got some of your best months. Again, 67%. This is tied for the second best month uh, with March. Your best month is by far November, 75%. You go down to 50% in December, but that most likely is tax loss harvesting, not necessarily how successful the market is. It gets brought down because of tax loss harvesting. People start selling, so the volume starts really getting pressure on there. Um, This was crazy yesterday, is that if you look at QQQ and we look at um, a kind of a five minute let's go to a five minute you'll see yesterday midday um it just kind of took it it took off i mean it really really did here is yesterday this is the uh 935 right there it's a five minute chart so every five minutes there's a candle and right here at about 11 o'clock almost 12 it just took off just took off we went up to 360 on, on on the queues that that was crazy it got over oversold overbought See, the MACD kind of crosses down. The RSI is at 76, cools off, comes right back down. We're right at the oscillator mark here to start. Uh, the futures are, are looking way up, way up. Where RSI is at 50, I'd expect a bounce today. 100%, I would expect a bounce today. That's what I'm looking at. Um, so, by the way, another thing that, have you guys seen um, the, this YouTube and, and social media thing? Where girlfriends are asking their boyfriends, how often do you think about the Roman Empire? Um, yeah, I'm tapped into to, to pop culture uh, because I'm about, I guess, two months afterwards. But um, I don't get it. But what I do get is that, that, that women are on there asking, how often do you think about the Roman Empire? And then when the dude says, I don't know, you know, I don't think about it. Or, uh, you know, they, they, the, the most popular response is the guy responds with, I think about it all the time, at least twice a day. And, and then the, the woman is like, well, this dude who can't remember to take out the garbage, doesn't remember our anniversary, doesn't remember anything about picking up the kids from school, but he thinks about the, the Roman Empire? I thought it was funny. I, I geeked out yesterday on um, YouTube and, and Instagram watching Roman Empire videos. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I Don't ask me why. Um, this article, I will include this in the newsletter. Seven of the best ways to invest $5,000. There is a, um, a paragraph in here. And it's this one, smart beta funds. For a shot at beating the market over the long term, consider investing $5,000 in smart beta fund. Unlike traditional market capitalization-based index funds, smart beta funds utilize rules-based methodologies to emphasize specific investment factors. One that they bring up is GLOF. And I I wanted to look at this one because it's a one-size-fits-all global equity. Uh, iShares global equity. Uh, ETF. Now, uh, the, 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 the algorithm outperforms this one over two years, you lose 11% versus uh, losing 5% on the algorithm. It, it's down uh, this far. But what I wanted to do was go to Seeking Alpha and, and, and kind of look at this uh, from a, a fundamental standpoint. And we can put in GLOF. I should have done this beforehand. I don't know why. Chrome just seems to lag. 
and I'm using Chrome because of uh, TrendSpider, but Chrome just seems to lag. Uh, Safari is so much better. Now, Quant says hold. Uh, if we look at the charting on this one, we can look at um, uh, the holdings uh, of this, let's see. Holdings, top 10 holdings, Apple, Microsoft, Alphabet, Amazon, NVIDIA, I mean, top eight, and United Healthcare, Procter & Gamble, Eli Lilly, AbbVie. I mean, this might as well be the core portfolio. That only makes up 18%. Total number of holdings is 622. Uh, if we go to expenses to kind of look, okay, what are we paying for this? Um, uh, expense ratio, A minus, it's 0.20. Not bad, not bad at all. Uh, you know, momentum B plus. Let's take a look at how it uh, tracks against. We'll do QQQ, and we'll do SPY um, because those are the two. You know what? We'll do QQQ, SPY, and VO and uh, VOO. Might as well. Let's look at these. Those are the ones that you really want to do. And is is Quant investing? Um, this is global equity factor ETF. Um, a targeted approach based on decades of financial research. Now, one year, QQQ, outpacing it by a large margin. Uh, GLOF is the laggard in, in one year. Let's look at three-year um, GLOF, laggard. Uh, again, QQQ, SPY, VOO, greatly outpace it. Five-year uh, GLOF, greatly underperforming. Ten-year, uh, let's take a look. This is uh, GLOF greatly underperforming. So my point in this was, and I, I didn't know this was it, it sounded interesting. Do your research. Understand what you're investing in. Because you see an article like this and, and you see somebody pull out GLOF, yeah, do your research. What I just did, I didn't have this pre-planned. I didn't know anything about it. But this is the benefit of having something like Seeking Alpha and looking at stuff. And this is what I'm doing for the core portfolio. I'm, I'm taking the, the, the core portfolio and I'm saying, you know, am I better off in ETFs or am I better off having this single stock? If the single stock over the long term or the short term doesn't beat out, and we can look, look at one month on this GLOF, um, it, it outperforms, looks like it outperforms everything in one month. So it provides you some safety. But from a six-month standpoint on, it underperforms. So I, I like, you know, again, you're going to have to do your research with stuff like that. But I will include that article in the newsletter um, so that you can read it. Best ways to, you know, to if you have best ways to invest $5,000. That's what it said. Um, there is a great thread on from Tom Lee, not the drummer, not the drummer, uh, from Tom Lee about uh, the S and P downturn in 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 September, um, and, and what August he is still calling for a bullish sentiment uh, in in the market till the end of the year. If you listen to his end of year target, I mean, we got like what twenty percent up, twenty thirty percent up in the market, so. He's super, super bullish. I like this thread. Um, nobody wants a government shutdown or a strike, but these will actually pass and investors should not be making long-term adjustments based on these 100%. Oil, on the other hand, uh, are more meaningful concerns because oil will not come down as long as the Saudis continue to cut production. Uh, and if the Biden administration uh, still has a low uh, emergency oil reserve, there's not much they can do. 
And it's not like we're not pumping. If you look at the, the, the amount of energy that we're putting out, we are energy independent again. We are putting out more than we did prior to the, uh, the, the pandemic. So we're absolutely doing this thing. But, but the, the reality is that oil is hurting because um, uh, nations like China and, and others are taking a little bit more oil. India, if they, if they, if they want to be a friend of the United States, they may stop buying from Russia. And so they may uh, increase the, the demand uh, on the world oil supply. Um, yeah, and, and Tom Lee even points it out. They could strike a deal with OPEC. Um, higher interest rates is tightening financial conditions. He points out all of that stuff. So uh, I'll include this in the newsletter, a link to it, so you can read it. Um, this, I'm going to play this, and hopefully you can hear this, but it is an absolute Jason from Trendspider. Does an absolute masterclass, a masterclass on how to look at a stock like Apple. And this is from yesterday. So it's, it's, it's super, super timely. Uh, I want you to listen to this. Hey everybody, Jason here. Marcus had a really nice day today. I'm even seeing some bottom collars out there. So that's got me looking at the bellwether Apple. Now we all remember earlier this month, the news out of China, they were gonna ban iPhones for all government employees. That was what really started this secondary wave down in the indexes. And then this news hit, iPhone 15 overheating, burning people's hands. You would think that this would cause the stock to keep falling, and yet it's not. Why? Well, I'm going to tell you why. It's because Apple is now at a very compelling zone. Let me show you what Trendspider sees. First up, you got the anchored view app from the January 2023 lows. You got the 200-day moving average, and you got the bottom of the May earnings gap up all right here around 166, 167 bucks. When we flip over to this chart, we see clear bullish RSI divergence on the daily. They're trying to hold the 0.382 Fib retracement from the January lows. You know, when an asset stops dropping on bad news, you got to start paying attention. When we look at seasonality, we see something that's crystal clear. September is the worst performing month historically for Apple. So it's just doing what it always does in September. When we look at October, it's the best performing month. When we add mean change, we see mean change historically in October, six and half percent carry that six and a half percent over to the chart and we fill the gap that was created on the chinese iphone ban pretty interesting right so i have to ask you guys is apple bottoming here if so what does that mean for the indexes leave your comments below and listen if you're ready to okay that's it mass an absolute master class i will leave a link to that video do, should you expect to absolutely do that uh, analysis? I can't do that analysis. Jason is a master at Trendspider. Um, he understands everything. We talked about yesterday how this MACD is kind of still going down, how I expect Apple to go down. It's up 1% in its pre-market. I don't know that I necessarily agree with him that this is the bottom. I do agree with him that October is a seasonally um, positive uh, for, for, for Apple. Look. 71, it's, it's the best, it's, it's pretty much tied. 31 years, 31 years of data. That means 31 times, out of 31 times, seven out of 10 times, you have an up, it is up in, in October. So I do think, is it time to buy it? Again, I said, hey, at 160, you know, under 170, it makes sense to start a position. I pointed out that MACD, it's still weak, not going up. You're going to open up about 172, so you're going to start up here. You have confirmation over the uh, over the uh, the nine day. 
So I, I do want you to think about, again, I point out, I don't think if you, if you have no experience charting before, you're not going to be able to go into TrendSpider and do what Jason did. I can't do what Jason did. Uh, half that stuff that he, he finds out and that stuff, it's about digging in. If you want to follow him on Twitter, you absolutely can. He is an unbelievable trader and he does this for a living. So I, it, it's a masterclass. It's an absolute masterclass. Um, Evan on uh, Twitter, he posted here. This was interesting. All of these stocks, Disney, PayPal, Target, Pfizer, UPS, Citi, Bristol-Myers, Dollar General, Estee Lauder, General Mills, Kellogg, Southwest, Next Era, Newmont, Reality, Income, and Square all hit 52-week lows last yesterday. Just yesterday. 52-week lows yesterday. So... I, again, there's opportunities in this market. Um, Nike, Nike shares rebounded 10%. They're up 10% from the earnings yesterday. We talked about it earlier in the week, how Nike and Micron were the two uh, the two ones that we were looking for earnings. I wasn't super positive on Nike. Nike in the pre-market is trading at 98. You know where that is? That is up here. You have confirmation above the nine day. You have it bouncing off an RSI at 20. You have the MACD crossing up. Is Nike a buy at 98? I mean, you know, from a long-term perspective, absolutely. If we look at weekly on Nike and you get to 98, uh, let's look at 98. You're just below that nine day at 98. You might get confirmation on that nine day. Now, every time that Nike has gotten confirmation on the nine day, look at that. It pops up. I think the top that you're looking at is 120. You're going to use that 200-day as resistance. This, on a weekly, you had your death cross. But that 50-day, while it stopped going negative, it will start turning positive. So if you think this is a bottom, Nike, probably a pretty good buy here. Um, Let's take a look. I mean, look, every time Nike has hit that 200-day. This was the housing crisis. Or I'm sorry, that was 2017 where they started uh, raising. That was COVID where it got under the 200-day when the world shut down. Let's see. Uh, We're going to pull this one back here. Uh, Has it touched again? Let's look at a monthly. We'll go to a monthly so we can even look uh, back. And again, remember when you change these, the moving averages change everything. Look at how far, if, if you want, we'll take this. Uh, we'll take this channel and we'll start this at 2000 at the dot bomb at the bottom. If you're assuming that this one is the bottom, you got to touch three. So I've got to point this out here. You got to touch three points, three points right there. And then you put the three points right here um, where you're touching at least three points. Boom. You've got a range between 109 and 225. I mean, that's your range in an upward trajectory on Nike. Look at how low that MACD has on a monthly. It's just oversold. So it bouncing, not a shock, not a shock at all. Uh, if you want to get into that one, your boy here, I don't wear Nike. I, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of Nike. Their shoes are too thin for me. Their clothes are too rough for me. Um, I just, you know, Nike's not my thing. 
but they are the largest apparel maker in the world. Huge China rebound would mean this. Cloud Services Workday tumbled um, the most since 2020 after cutting its subscription revenues annual growth forecast, citing an uncertain economic environment. Is this overdone? It's under its 200-day. Um, you can make that determination. I, I like Workday. I think they have a great fundamental um, a business. It's software. So I, I don't think anybody's necessarily cutting it. I think they are uh, probably looking at some expenses. So from a long-term standpoint, from a four-hour standpoint, you're still out. That MACD is still going down. So from a four-hour standpoint, uh, I would not buy it. Uh, if you want to talk about uh, you know, getting a position in there, I don't think it's horrible. Uh, you're in pre-market. You are, let me just make this a little bit bigger. Uh, God, I hate how, how slow Chrome is. Let me make sure that I'm not, uh, oh, I am doing that. Let's see. I am making that smaller, so let's pull that back a little bit. Uh, I'm going to change that just so you can see it. But There we go. Okay. Uh, oof. Ah, that's about right. Um, we'll pull this this way. Um, yeah. I mean, look. Under the 200-day, you haven't spent much time under the 200-day. And immediately, it's under the 200-day. So, are you at your low? Nah. 2022 was the lows. Um, October 2022, you came down to 130. So, this one's, you know, you do have, what, 280? Let's look at Workday in the Finviz. Workday. Um, we'll look at the 52-week range here on Workday. Uh, 128 to 252. And you're going to open up 210 or something. Uh, I don't have it up on my screen, but uh, yeah, it's PE, forward PE of 32. It's expensive, but as that number comes down, pr pretty low. Uh, August 25th reiterated the average pr target price is 259. Um, you were up. You were up there, you know, again, it was extended whenever they, they, they initiate uh, or throw out, hey, uh, we don't know if there's a lot. The CEO on August 29th just bought $2 million worth at 240. That's not a small amount. 10% uh, owner just sold at 250. Boy, that's in question. <laughs> that's kind of suspicious. Before they bring down their forward stuff, a 10% owner sells. $27 million worth? That's eh, kind of interesting. SEC may want to look at that one. But you know what? They won't. They won't. Uh, you know, I was just listening to the guy who wrote uh, uh, Dumb Money, the movie. Which I actually, I, I, I'm excited to see Dumb Money. Uh, but he was saying, yeah. I mean, it's rigged towards the small guy. Uh, Mara yesterday. Uh, Mara had a big jump. I think most of crypto had a big jump. So... Uh, Mary yesterday, we talked about this one. I like this one to go back to 10. Uh, it's up in the pre-market at uh, eight, um, 880 something. I can't really say it. The uh, Let's close this. Let's close. And I can close that one. And I'll close this one. And let's see if the pre-market comes up now on the tab. 868. 868 up slightly. You do have a buy in the uh, in the algorithm. Um, I need to put that on the scans. Hold on one second. We need to throw that on the scans. There's two ones that I was going to cover that are now scans. 862. Now you've lost on the last. Uh, eh, this one. This one you made. I mean 1083. 
You got up to 13. You can't tell me that you didn't sell when it hit the the 200 day right there and lost its confirmation. So I'm not counting that one as a loss. Now the the algorithm loses you money, loses you 44%. Um, loses you 72% if you just bought and held over two years. Your average win, though, is 42%. So this one, it reacts quickly. This is the stock that you want to trade, Mara. Under 10, I think you get back to 10. 12 is the 200-day. The I don't think 10 is crazy to think that you're going to get back to 10. So it, it just depends on, uh, on, on crypto as a whole. Um, but Mara, I had that one down there. Mullen was down 10%. Now, again, with my algorithm, uh, Joe trades Mullen with the 65 minute. We'll take a look at this one. uh, Mullen was down 7% today or yesterday. Uh, it is down even more today. Let's look at Mullen 65, 65, um, minute algorithm. Let's see if it has you in or out. Probably has you out. Yeah, you're out. You're out. Uh, it's going to open up at 44.77 cents, so it's up slightly. Eh, probably not one that you want to take a chance on. Uh, but I noticed that Mullen was down pretty far yesterday. Um, one that wasn't down and one that actually has a cross-up in the four-hour. And, and mind you, I, I don't recommend the four-hour uh, for this stock, even though the four-hour algorithm has you making a S-ton of money. So the four-hour algorithm on a stock, IONQ, you guys know this is quantum computers. Um, Brandon has talked about this one. Brandon is in on this one. He uh, is all GameStop. He's uh, roaring. He's our roaring kitty singing, I, I like the stock, <laughs> rapping that song. Uh, IONQ just opened up. It's at 1550, uh, slightly up from where it was yesterday. It was up big. The algorithm has a buy-in. If you look, the MACD is down here, down at the bottom. It crossed up. If you look at the RSI, it's at 50. 15.44 was the buy-in. IONQ, 15.44 was the buy-in. Here's a stock that had a huge jump yesterday, JBL, uh, Jabil Inc. Uh, it was on their earnings, up 20% yesterday. It's up another 1% today. Uh, besides, um, investors are excited about selling its mobility unit to China, uh, BYD Electronic, for 2.2. So BYD, you guys know that BYD, uh, he's got a, um, a, a Bermuda Grass channel too. BYD is, uh, you know, if you want to look up Bermuda Grass. But BYD Electric is uh, BYD. That is the company that Berkshire Hathaway uh, has invested in China, and they think that they'll beat Tesla. Uh, this will allow them to increase its existing buyback program to $2.5 billion in shares. So JBL, interesting yesterday, saw that one. Another one that that I brought up, not just Mara, um, uh, but one that Scott got into that I, I, I got into, uh, I'm in it too. I think my average Atari price is like 260 something. So I'm back in the, back in the, um, the green here. But, uh, we said yes to, uh, a couple days ago, 245 SMCI. I told you it was going to use that 200 day as its support level. It absolutely did. This one is up another 2% in pre-market in, in, in the market today. Uh, it's SMCI, Super Microcomputer. You guys know this one I've talked about that I think the valuation is not crazy, unlike uh, NVIDIA. The valuation on this one is absolutely 100% not crazy. Um, this one I, I think goes back to these levels at 300. I think it covers this gap at 345 and continues its run. 
they set up the um the 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 nvidia rigs so when you buy an nvidia rig and you need ai and you have to put up your servers these are the guys that do it the ceo grew up uh you know they they started their their company at the same time nvidia did nvidia just became huge um jensen wong is a friend of the the ceo so i i do think that yeah uh oh quarter, quarter to date look at solar edge down 49 percent quarter to date um one that, you know, th- this was interesting. So I get the email every morning. And here, this is the email that I get. It's pre-market portfolio digest. It's from Seeking Alpha. And if you want to sign up for Seeking Alpha, there's a link down below. Saves you $50. I am an affiliate. Um, pre-market portfolio digest. This was interesting. Yesterday's gainers, Shopify, Tesla, and Snowflake are up again today. Top losers. XOM was down, Lily was down, Boeing was down. Now, here's the rating sound grace. Disney was just upgraded from a hold to buy. It gets popped that back down to hold, which was crazy. Coke, strong buy. Well, yesterday, quant rating goes back to hold, which means they're updating it every day. Pandemia Wall Street rating, strong buy to buy. That's just based on it. There was, and I'll include this in the newsletter as well, uh, an exec from Meta, um, sold $200,000 worth. The chief counsel, uh, Jennifer Newstead. I don't think that's crazy. I mean, if we go over here and we look up Meta, uh, I continue to say, and if you haven't seen, Lex Friedman did a gr- an amazing um, uh, interview with Mark uh, Zuckerberg, and they did it in the metaverse. Now, am I blown away by it? Kind of. Am I thinking that people are going to spend... Um, you know, six hundred, fifteen hundred dollars on a headset to be able to do this. I don't know. I mean, you know, Meta's certainly pushing it that way. The PE is thirty-five. The forward PE, which is what you want with this one, is eighteen. So you're paying eighteen times earnings, whereas they're going to continue to grow that. That's why the current PE is thirty-five, but the forward PE is eighteen. They're expecting this to grow. You are six percent below your fifty-two week high of three twenty-six. I said, buy this under 300. Absolutely buy this under 300. When you look at this, chief legal officer, yeah, there's a bunch of sales in here, $200,000. So she's selling a million dollars worth. Uh, Chief operating officer sold a million dollars worth, just under 300. Um, Chief financial officer right there sold $5 million worth. When you're talking about a company with a uh, market cap of $782 billion, and these are people that started the company. They're starting the company. These aren't people who are, you know, just getting in there and just starting to sell right now. They started this company. They are pulling some money out. That's what they're doing. Uh, again, it is up year to date. This is up 152%. I don't blame these people for pulling their money out. Uh, but that's what comes with this email. This email has all of the breaking news as far as my platform, uh, my portfolio goes. I like it. I love, I love that email. It finds me out a lot of things. Now, the other thing that Seeking Alpha gives us is, oh, this is the Daily Stock Pick core portfolio. I have not updated this. So if you want to see the core portfolio and you don't have Seeking Alpha uh, or, you know, I haven't made it public in Seeking Alpha. I will in Seeking Alpha. But um, here you go. Core portfolio, Savvy Trader, S A V V Y Trader.com slash daily stock pick. Join. You should be a member of this. This is a way to journal your trades. I do it. 
I do, you know, I do it personally. Uh, when I found these guys a couple months, I think, ago, um, I started doing it on my personal. I don't make my personal public. I do have a, a public trading portfolio where I bought Uber this week, and I let you guys know I bought Uber, a daily stock pick core portfolio. You have it's an equal weighted core portfolio, equal weighted. So if you just, so, well, I have to sign in, I guess. Uh, let's see. Uh, did I? No. I didn't, ugh, I can't sign in. But you can see it there. Just go to Savvy Trader. Um, we're going to take this subscription thing out. But the other thing that Savvy Trader got me was I input all of the Daily Stock Pick Core portfolio. And we can look at the quant rating. And and Meta, just we talked about Meta. I don't think Meta's hurt. Meta is the top stock in their quant rating. 4.99 out of 5. So they're saying they're screaming by it. That's what the quant rating is. Now, Wall Street, screaming buy it. It's at 4.5. The the Seeking Alpha Analyst rating, 3.7. They're saying maybe it's run a little bit too much this year. That Seeking Alpha Analyst, what I'm finding finding is a lot of these guys are boomers. So they don't understand that Meta is the lead uh, uh, advertising. They're taking some of Google's share. Ironically, Google is number two. The reason these are one and two is the ad market is coming back, and it's coming back in a big way. And that's why Shopify is number three, small to medium business. They're finding other avenues to sell. Uh, That's it. Pepsi, I'd be a little bit afraid of. FBCG, this is the, uh, the, uh, the, the ETF from Fidelity that outpaces uh, Kathy Woods. And we can look at that if FBCG, let's just look. Um, we'll go to Seeking Alpha uh, and we'll type in FBCG uh, and we'll look up Fidelity Blue Chip Growth. Uh, I think my dad bought this one when I first found it. And we'll go to charting. And let's just chart it against VOO and we'll trash the S&P. We'll do VOO. And we'll do ARKK. Those are the two. Yeah, what? Well, let's put it in ARKW. I think ARKW is a better ETF for Kathy Woods, but let's take a look at the three. Uh, so the three, one year, FBCG, up 34%. You double VOO. You greatly outpace ARKK and ARKW. Uh, six months, let's look. FBCG, 17%. VOO, 8%. Uh, ARKK, 3%. Uh, ARKW, 6.55%. One month. I don't suggest trading this one, but you can see. I mean, it loses you 2% versus the VOO loses you 4%. Now, if we look at one year, let's go into long term. Uh, FBCG, 34%. VOO, 15%. Three year, uh, FBCG, 19%. VOO, 27%. Look at the ARC funds. They're down up to 50%. Five year, you look at this, Kathy Wood said she will double your money in five years. Well, she's lost you 15% uh, in ARKK, lost you 6% in ARKW. Meanwhile, FBCG is up 46%. VOO beats it at five years at 47%. You go even longer, let's go 10 years. Look at how VOO performs. So that's what I'm basing, by the way my uh, algorithm on. Now, ARKW beats it by a long shot, 187.61%. 
It's only till 2014. And FPCG, by the way, has only been in existence since 6-8 to 2020. That's why you're underperforming a lot of these in, in FPCG. You can see that, that yellow line down at the bottom on that screen, uh, on that chart. It just doesn't perform as well. And the reason it doesn't perform as well, it just hasn't been around as long. So uh, I, I love the email for that reason. And I'll include that. Uh, let me get out of here. We'll go back over to TrendSpider and we'll look at our social requests. Uh, Bruno, it's Bruno again from Spotify. He says, it's Bruno again. I, I, I'm not making a joke. He says, hey, Gary, it's Bruno again. Uh, it's not ABR Realty. It should be ABR Arbor Medicals. Uh, Ar- Ar- Arbor Medicals. Arbor Metals. ABR uh, Metals. Okay. ABR Metals is ABRMF. You can't, Bruno, you have to give me the stock symbol. First first rule of this is if you're going to tell me to look at a stock, tell me the stock symbol. Don't tell me the name. Don't say, hey, look at ABR. ABR is a symbol, and that's realty. So ABRF, uh, ABRMF is what you want me to. This is a new one. Uh, it's a new small cap. Um, so let's see, ABRMF. Uh it's not even in Finviz. So, meh. I, I, for me, uh, uh, metals, they don't have it in Finviz. I'd stay away. If it's not in Finviz and, and the chart is as ugly as it is there, I'd stay, stay away. Uh, and TTZ, I made a mistake. TTZ. Let's look up TTZ. Let's look up TTZ for... I don't see TTZ. That's Cotton Futures. TTZ. I don't see it. Uh, I don't see either one, Bruno. I'd love to look at them for you, but I don't see either one. And if they're small caps, uh, I just don't have information on it. So I, I don't know where you're getting it, but if you give me stock symbols I can look at, go to Finviz, and, and, and you know Finviz is there. If you guys want to look up these stocks, look at Finviz. If it's not there, you can't find the information about it. Why in the world would you invest in something where you can't find information about it? Because if you're looking at small caps and, and things of that sort, um, you know, you, you're basically, you want information. If you can't get public information, that means that, for me, I just wouldn't do it. Uh, Trevor from Facebook asked me to look at Micron Earnings and Generac. Let's look at Micron Earnings. Micron Earnings were, weren't that bad. They just weren't that good. But, um, you know, they... they they did tank. I mean, they tanked on earnings. What did it do? It came right back. I mean, you closed at right before earnings. You closed at sixty six ninety seven. Today you're at sixty seven fourteen. That's how strong even a bad quarter. You know, they're not making money. They're losing a dollar seven cents. Their ex dividend date is on um, October 9th. If you want to read about the earnings, just go over to Finviz. And there's a ton of articles. Let's see if anybody uh, changed their rating. Because usually when a company does earnings, they change their rating. Average target price is 78. Um, September 28th, yep. Reiter- Evercore reiterated. Let's see. Deutsche Bank upgraded them. $85 price target. Uh, September 26th, Evercore reiterated. Outperformed. Raised their price target from 80 to 90. And just yesterday, Needham reiterated by $75. So I, you can read about their earnings right here. Um, if we look at the insiders, the CEO is uh, exercising options and selling at this price, selling a good amount. 
I mean, you know, a couple, couple million dollars in one. Um, but, you know, again, this is a company with, what, a uh, $71 billion um, market cap, up year to date 30%. They're 12% below their 52-week high of 74 So I don't think it's a horrible one. Micron is pretty good with the AI stuff. They were limited in China. I don't know much about them, but I do know that, you know, it's a good company. It's solid. A good company with good earnings. Uh, he also wants me to look at Generac. Um, uh, let's see. Generac is, uh, let's see, GNRC. This is the company that makes um, backup power for your house and stuff. Uh, their earnings were way back here. Drop down. I mean, I see it as, as a pop here, 109. The one thing I know about Generac is I think they had a huge run-up during the pandemic. Yeah, that's a pandemic stock if I ever saw one right there. You see, this this is COVID on the weekly. It went all the way from $93 to $400, almost $500. Yeah, $524. So you're down at $110. Now, GRNRC, let's look at their uh, FinViz stuff. Um, Finviz, S&P 500, $6 billion market cap, not huge. Um, 45 PE, 14 forward PE. Uh, their specialty, specialty industrial machinery. Uh, target price is 141 and you're trading at 108. Uh, it is 41% down from its 52 week high of 186, 26% above its 52 week low of 86. Uh, it is up 8% uh, year to date. Over one year, you're down 40%. Looks like they're getting some upgrades here with a price target. August 4th, Truist, hold to buy with a $160 price target. Um, Morningstar Research, there's there's a great article on it uh, if you want to read it. I'm not a fan of this one. I, I just, you know, for me, I'm, I'm, I'm not a guy who invests in uh, backup power. Now, my brother just built a, a shore house, a fairly big shore house, by the way, um, you know, seven figures. Uh, and he put a Generac um, uh, backup system in. And it was the most economical uh, natural gas, I think, is what it is, uh, down at the Jersey Shore. So he decided to put it in. I don't necessarily see the benefit of something like that. But I do know my neighbors have a Generac as well. They like it. They enjoy it. Uh, this one, I, I think this one, the only reason this came back to this level. I mean, remember, prior to the pandemic, it was a $109 stock. It's just made its retracement. Doesn't mean it can't go back down to the 80s. You can see it just continued. The selling pressure just continued down. Uh, does it mean it's coming back to 150 Well, when we look over here at Finviz, you can see the, the average target price is 141. The, the forward PE is 14. As long as they keep up that earnings, um, the, the earnings momentum, they're up 1% in the pre-market here. Let's go back to the four hours so I can see um, their earnings. I do see their earnings moving up. Their, their earnings kind of leveled off. The, the reason that this one fell so much, it went from 63 cents to $1.08, but you can see they were at $1.78. So they're still considered to be losing money. Uh, let's load this back and let's move it back a little bit um, to see other quarters. Um, yeah, 175 uh, if we go back here, 299, 209. 
again, you kind of look at this one and, and you can see clearly they just went down. You know, they, they had a bunch of sales in the pandemic. Same thing with Etsy. Same thing with all of those. Um, you can clearly see that it's just not something that I would uh, necessarily go go into. Um, so I, I'd be, you know, a little bit careful of Generac. Um, you know, but battery backups for me are probably the way to go. And I don't think that Generac does bat. I think they do batteries, but uh, my understanding is Tesla is uh, obviously the, the biggest one that I know about, um, but others. Uh, so let's go to scans. IONQ. I mean, we went over IONQ had a cross up. By the way, there are just too many scans. Um, if you have TrendSpider and you, uh, oh, what am I doing? Uh, if you have TrendSpider and you are able to do the scans, do the scans yourself because I will list most of them in the newsletter, but I will not list all of them in the newsletter. <clears throat> um, there, there's just too many to actually list. Uh, I got to move this all the way back. There we go. Let's run this. Uh, let's see if that fixes the chart. No, it didn't. Uh, hold on one second. We're going to have to... Uh, why is it doing this? Bear with me. There we go. That's still bad too. No, I don't want to. I want to shrink it down. Let's go to Mara. Let's see what Mara has to say about this. Oh, see, I'm going to have to re-log in. How do I refresh? There we go. Let's refresh this. Let's refresh TrendSpider. And we'll go back into the default workspace. And I think that resets my stuff. Yeah, Generacs are hugely popular in Houston. I think all over the country, Generacs are pretty popular. Um, and I, I don't mean to talk down about it. I, I think they're a, a good company. I just think they're one of those pandemic companies that needs to you know, continue that streak on. I, I, I think they just lost their way a little bit. I mean, when the stock runs up that much and your earnings can't keep up, it's going to go down. I mean, that's essentially what that is. So, uh, okay. Uh, Uber. Uber has a cross-up. I bought Uber. So, first one, IONQ. Second one, Mara. Uh, Uber. And both IONQ and Mara, when we went over. Uber, 46.15. It's at 46.66. I bought in the 45s. Uh, a small lot. I'm going to continue to add to it. I think it's a, at least a $50 stock by the end of the year, which means you get your 10%. Um, Sedge. Sedge is one, and I'm down 40% on this one. It's just not, I mean, I, I wouldn't take a bet on it. Again, it, it it has its confirmation today. It's up at 133. It's above its nine day. Is that moving up? I don't know. I mean, that MACD is kind of flat on there. Um, the, the RSI is at 40, so it's quickly moving up into the kind of no man's land. Uh, when it gets over 50, that's when it tends to be a little bit uh, sketchy. Um, but it, that one, you got to move up. Take a look at the chart on that one before you buy it. I, I, I'm holding it. I'll probably dollar cost average into that one. Pan W, I said, this is a $250 stock. 235 is the, uh, the cross up on that one. Uh, SQ square. We went over some that hit a 52 week low yesterday. Square was one of them. You have confirmation. It's 4434. That MACD is super low. The RSI is still at 30. Their earnings are coming up on November 3rd. So in November, you got plenty of time. Uh, this one, from a long-term standpoint, 
It has been a, a deadly one. I, I hold this one in my uh, IRA. Should have gotten rid of it. It is stuck in an IRA that I just don't look at enough. And I didn't look at it for two years now. And, and that's the part of the problem with having too many, um, too many brokerage accounts and uh, IRA accounts and managing stuff. When it hit that 200 day, should have absolutely sold on this weekly. I just don't know if it's coming back. They're having some operational issues. Some people left. Jack Dorsey is now the CEO again. Um, it's, it's a little bit, eh, a little bit much. Costco, great earnings. Uh, the, the consumer at Costco, go to Costco on a weekend, 568, it's a $600 stock by the end of the year. Honest to God, they're just killing it. They didn't raise the price of the hot dog again. Go and have lunch, uh, uh, there. Meta, we have a cross up. Uh, this one, I said, get under 300. If you buy it here, I don't think it's a, a, anything horrible. 303, but you're at 310. I think 310, you're still fine. Their earnings are coming up in October. You'll be fine buying Meta here. Uh, MRNA. Uh, I, I put this one in the core portfolio and I say it all the time. The reason I put it in is because you can trade this. It's up 2% at 102. COVID shots, you know, I, I think the most recent thing that I said uh, that I read is um, 25% of people are, are planning on getting their, their next COVID shot. They're just kind of living with COVID. So Moderna is a one-trick pony. Their, their, their COVID is, is it. Until they come out with something else, you can play this one for some COVID hype. Uh, I ordered my free tests again uh, from the government. So uh, it is what it is. COP, Shell, uh, all the oils, that, that kind of, Albemarle, ALB, Schlumberger, SLB, Halliburton, HAL. Uh, but here's ConocoPhillips. This is, uh, once again, it just crosses up and, and it's at 121. Uh, I think oil is is a good place to put your money. One that I do think that is interesting, and we've brought this up many, many times. The CEO was buying into this the whole time. From $12 here in August, you're at $14 now. Energy transfer, ET. Uh, the, the MACD is just kind of floundering around here. It's still high. The RSI is at 60 70s oversold. Their earnings are coming out October 31st. So you have one month to get it. That 200 days positive, the 50 days positive, the 21 and the nine day, all positive. You have confirmation. I think it's a $16 stock at some point in time. Energy transfer. If we go over here, let's go over here because we can, I, I can take a look in Finviz. And again, you guys have access to all this stuff. It's not um, you know, proprietary. It's not charging. Anything that you want to look up on Finviz, you can absolutely look up. Look at the forward PE, 9. Uh, the actual dividend is 8.88. This is up 18% year to date. Over one year, it's up 26%. Uh, the average target price is $17.27. You're at your 52-week high. I don't think you're crazy buying, even though you're at your 52-week high. When you look... These guys are buying. September 5th, 1379. Uh, the co CEO bought, you know, to what, $200, $2 million worth? Uh, one point, yeah, it's about almost $1.2 million worth. Co CEO. Kelsey Warren, I mean, look at this dude. He's buying at $13. He's buying millions. I mean, we're talking almost, probably almost a billion dollars worth of buys from the executive chairman from February to August. Between the price of twelve and thirteen dollars, so and the 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 co CEOs buying at thirteen sixty four and thirteen seventy nine, they're putting their money where their mouth is. This is a natural gas pipeline, transportation and transmission service. These guys are nat gas. They're going to kill it 
as nat gas continues to go up. Nat gas is cheap right now, and these guys are transporting it, and they're making their money. Uh, UMDD, URTY, HIBL, DPST, triple levered ETFs that that all had cross-ups. The one that I am going to look at is XLI Industrials. Um, XLI, let's look at XLI, because this is the only spider sector that crossed up. Um, and I, I do think it's beaten down. It's under its 200-day, 101.94. You're at 102.19. You're up 0.26%. This one you could be looking at. If you want to see what's in the industrials, go over to uh, Finviz. You can see what's in XLI. They'll show you exactly what's in XLI. You can take a look if you want to invest in a company that's beaten down on that. This one has been beaten down enough. Uh, I think it's probably due for a bounce. Uh, you're back to where you were in June of this year. It's made its complete round trip. So, I, I, again, I, I think XLI probably is a, a good one there. Uh, Coinbase had a cross-up. And, again, I, I'm telling you, we have, there's so many on this list that are good. Uh, and, and, you know, there's just not enough money in my bank account to buy all these companies. Coinbase, 75.15. You're trading at 76. As crypto continues to go up, Coinbase will go up. Uh, Gary Gensler said he, he didn't think that uh, Bitcoin was a, um, a currency. So are, are they up for uh, you know regulation? When that Bitcoin ETF comes out, you're going to see Coinbase just pop. Uh, the ARCs, ARCF, $19.50. Uh, while I believe in Kathy Woods over the short term, uh, I think you trade these. ARCG, I know nothing about financials, fintech. I know nothing about genomics. So these are two ETFs that I would absolutely look and I've held these in the past. I've traded them in the past. Uh, you know, Arc F, Arc G, which is the genomics one. The algorithm loses you thirty-two percent over two years. But um, you know, buying and holding this loses you sixty-two percent over two years. Your average win is six point two eight percent for an ETF. That's pretty good. It's pretty um, uh, pretty volatile, if you want to know the, the real truth. Arc W is one that I have held. I think this is her best. ETF. Um, it outperforms uh, ARKK. I like ARKW because it includes GBTC and other features um, that I like that ARKK does not heavily weight. ARKK is heavily weighted Tesla. Um, I just like ARKW. It's got to cross up 53.44. You're at 54. Rivian. I've talked about Rivian. I think it's a $30 stock at some point in time when it was at 19. I pounded the table to buy. I did not. I went out walking or hiking or was doing something. Uh, I've gotten myself pretty fat over these past uh, two weeks since I uh, got my wisdom teeth taken out and now I can eat. But 2303, it's a cross up. 2303, I think it's a $30 stock. They will release their deliveries uh, next week, so you'll see it. Caterpillar, I do own Caterpillar in my Weeble account. Uh, again, if you w- if you want charting software and you don't have it, get Weeble. It's the best charting software that's for free out there, I think, specifically for Mac. Um, I like Active Trader Pro a little bit more if you're on a PC uh, with Fidelity, but Weeble really has some, some quality uh, charting and scanning software out there. Um, Caterpillar, 276.15. You're up near your 52-week highs, your all-time highs. I don't think that's that's horrible because Caterpillar, you know, a- again, they're going to kill it. I, I, I own this one. Cisco, uh, AVGO, which is Broadcom. Uh, Cisco uh, is one that I think you could actually get 10% out. Broadcom, AVGO, GM, and General Dynamics. 
There's your scans. Again, I will urge you, TrendSpider, $250 offer, all the charts that you saw, all the scanning that I've done, all of that is available to you to do. It's $250 for the year. You will not see that price again. Uh, It's up tomorrow, so take advantage of it. It goes back to the regular sales, uh, which are you know somewhere in the three hundred dollar range. So save the fifty bucks. You don't get the seven day trial, but I will. What the process is is use that link below, get the two hundred fifty dollars, sign up for it, email me at dailystockpick dot dailystockpick three at gmail dot com. If you can't remember that, just remember l i n k t r dot e e slash dailystockpick. Click on this link. I'll take it out tomorrow. I won't have it in tomorrow, but ta- I'll, I'll, I'll include it tomorrow. Uh, you can click on that link. If you want $50 off of Seeking Alpha, I love Seeking Alpha. I love that email in the morning. I love their quant ratings. I love their charting. Right here, $50 off. If you want Weeble and get free stocks, right there, you can get that. If you want to read the newsletter, dailystockpick.substack.com, it is free. Weekends, I do charge for the weekends. It's more educational. Visible, if you're paying anything more than $25 for your phone service, Visible, this gets you $20 off for your first month. So your first month will actually be $5. I like like Visible. If you're buying a Tesla, just buy here. Savvy Trader, we talked about that. That's right there. If you make money, here is my Venmo, uh, my PayPal, and my Cash App. Okay, you guys have a good weekend. I will talk to you later. (laughs) 